The reading is from Genesis chapter 12, and it's verses 1 to 5. I'll just give you a moment to find that if you need to. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. This is the word of the Lord. Morning, everyone. It's great to be with you. I'm John. Uh, I shouldn't really be introducing myself because this is my last Sunday here. So if you don't know who I am, I probably, my, whatever ministry I've offered has been slightly ineffectual. So I'm sorry for that. Um, uh, greetings to those folk who are joining us um, at home. And uh, it's great to be with you. Sh- shall we pray? May we pray together before we um, uh, hear from, uh, hear from uh, God through me, I hope. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your abundant blessing. We thank you for the fact that you're a God who calls and that you call us by name. Lord God, as as we open Scripture together, might uh, you open our hearts to receive what you have for us. We thank you that you are the God of abundant blessing. Change us with an encounter with you, the living word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I meant a familiar passage, um, a short passage, and uh, one that I think speaks to our situation here as a church. I want to speak about three things. We know that all godly sermons have three points, and this is no different. Um, I want to talk to you about blessing and challenge. I want to talk to you about blessing and calling. And then I want to speak to you about blessing and blessing and blessing. I've used that word a lot, and you're going to hear it a lot. We've actually had it sung over us, haven't we? I wonder how Abraham felt as he heard that call from God. The Lord said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Basically, Abraham leave everything you know and go here or there, whichever way you look at it. Sometimes when God calls, all we have is a location. And then once we've decided to follow God's call, he reveals more over time. But this is a move of God. This is at God's initiation And we know that because through this passage, God says, I will. And we know from Scripture that God's promises are always yes and amen. I will show you. 
I will make you. I will make your name great. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. The blessing is God's, but blessing is often accompanied with challenges. We know that for Abraham it was not plain sailing, don't we? We know that Abraham has left all he knows, and Abraham is not the only one in Scripture. In actual fact, this story of God's blessing is told over and over again. Blessing and burden and challenge is told over and over again. We see it in the life of Moses. To Pharaoh, he says, let my people go. Pharaoh says yes, and then he says no, and it's the repeat. And Moses, who has this speech impediment, who is um, the least, is called upon by God to do his work. Joseph is sold into slavery in prison for some 14 years. 14 years. Mary, risking social rejection, chosen to bear the Christ. Paul, hard-pressed on every side, a thorn in his side. And Jesus, who following the will of his Father, goes to the cross. Sounds great, this following God thing, doesn't it? I wonder, I wonder, are we ready to receive God's blessing again and afresh this morning? How did Abraham do it? Well, he had a clear sense of call. And that clear call is so important because it's the thing that will keep him going. It's the thing that will sustain him. The call was clear, but the path was not clear. The call was clear, but the path was not clear. It's the thing that we come back to, this calling, that spurs us on when we're in doubt, when we're racked with nervousness and difficulty. We remind ourselves daily what we are called to. Abraham followed the clear call, the blessing and the challenge, the blessing and the call. What type of character was Abraham? Well, we get an indication of this in Romans 4. And I want to just say this passage leapt out to me afresh um, just this last week. And um, I hope that it resonates uh, with you. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. And so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Doesn't mince his words, does he, Paul? Since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. But brace yourself for some electrifying passage of Scripture. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. The blessing 
is God's. It's not ours to give. I wonder what God is calling you into this morning. You will know that uh, Linda and I, uh, this is our last Sunday here at St. Nick's. And over the last few weeks, um, I've experienced a wobble or two about the next phase of our ministry. I wonder what it would be like if we supplanted Abraham for our own name, for Ben, for Charlie, for Sarah, for Fran, for David. It's good to have you with us, David. Against all hope, John and Linda in hope believed without weakening in their faith, well, maybe a little bit of weakness crept in. Yet we did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but were strengthened in faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he has promised. The challenge and the joy of blessing is that we are all called by God. We are bound up in the Great Commission from Matthew 28, we have received the blessing of Pentecost, but it is not ours to keep to ourselves. If we are going to be blessed to be a blessing, we need to get over ourselves just a little. I can't do this. I can't possibly give that amount. I can't do that. I can't say that. And the truth is, on your own, you probably can't. But we have Christ who is at work within us. God can bless others through us. He has saved us and he has called us. For what I received, I passed on to you. It is not ours to keep. I came across this great quote from an author called James Merritt, um, and uh, I think it really spoke to, spoke to me. I wonder whether it speaks to you. The people that God chooses are not people of ability. They are people of availability who have learned the secret art of giving praise to God. That's why worship is so important. It helps us focus on the God who made us, who can do all things, the, God, the people that God chooses are not people of ability. They are people of availability. Why would God choose me? Why would God choose me? Because nobody else can fulfill the task better than the task that God has called John Blakely to. That's the truth. And I don't mean to say that there aren't better preachers. You better hope there are. <laughs> you know, um, that there aren't uh, better leaders. There certainly are. But nobody can do the work that God has left for John Blakely to do better than John Blakely. And the same is true of you. You know, it's our gift day. We're blessed to be a blessing. If our vision for the building next door was, let's make a bit of money here, folks. Let's knock it down, turn it into some student flats. 
make a bit of cash, and St. Nick's can, you know, fund its own little ministry for the next few years. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I don't think that would be great at all. We see the potential for a building that will bless to such a degree our faith should be that if somebody were to come in with a check for a couple of million pounds and said, here you go, I heard you're doing a nice project, here you go, that we would rip it up in faith and say no, because we are, God is building something within us. We each have a contribution to make. If, of course, on the other hand, you are sat on a check for two million pounds, do, do speak to Jonathan after. Um, he would be uh, pleased to receive it, I'm sure. Um, how are you going to be used by God to be a blessing? I wonder whether or not we could see this next slide. It will confuse you initially, I think. Um, I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan, right? Oh, Alex. For those people that are at home, um, Alex has a Star Wars um, face mask on. All right? So, firstly, well done for wearing a face mask, Alex. <laughs> But uh, secondly, it's great to see a Star Wars fan in the building. And I don't know, for those very observant people, when Will James was speaking earlier, there was actually a picture of R2-D2 on the back of the wall behind him. So there's almost like, so that's how I know that what I'm about to share with you is of God, right? Um, this, um, that picture uh, is, as you all know, because some of you are just amazing Star Wars fans, is of a Jawa figure, right? A Jawa figure, of course you knew that, right? And it features in, I'm sure, one of the episodes of Star Wars, one of these sand creatures. That figure is worth 25,000 pounds. Brilliant, isn't it? It's like three inches high, and um, it's made of plastic, and it's worth 25,000 pounds. And it was part of a collection of um, a quarter of a million pounds worth of Star Wars figures and figurines that were auctioned off in October last year. Here's the challenge. They were found in a bin bag. Never played with, never used for their original purpose. In a bin bag, about to be thrown away. Until someone thought, oh, this might be worth a few quid. I'll maybe try and sell them. What have we done with God's blessing? Have we boxed it up, put it away, under the stairs, gathering dust? The blessing we have received from God has to be shared. What have we done with it? I have been so blessed. I've been blessed by my time here at St. Nick's. And Linda would join with me in saying that, and we'll say more about that a little bit later on. But what do we do with the blessing we have received from God? For Abraham, it meant a name change. You know this, I'm sure, that Abraham means exalted father. He became Abraham, the father of many. God changed his identity called him. What is God calling you to this morning? 
And if I may, just share one final thought. Um, I know a couple of weeks ago, Fran shared um, that she plays on a game on her phone called Crossy Road. Please don't judge her, okay? For what I'm about to tell you, you may want to judge me. I too have a game, nothing as childish as Crossy Road. I play a game called Crazy Golf on my phone. And um, in that little game where you have three shots to make these, you know, silly little putts, you know, it's a cheaper way of doing golf, basically. Um, and uh, in it is a, um, other little subsidiary games, little add-on games. It is perfectly possible to get the app and to play these little side games without actually playing the main game. And this word I've been sat on for a week or two, and I wondered whether or not this is for a person or two people, three people, maybe, maybe a few of us, who knows. That for some time we've sat on the sidelines and we've dipped our toe in, but we haven't fully committed to the blessing that God has for us. I don't think God often speaks through apps. Maybe he does, I don't know. But there is something in there for us, perhaps. We've sat around the edges of church. We've sat around and we've looked, but we haven't jumped in. We haven't fully participated into all that God has called us to. And if that's you this morning, we'd love to chat to you after the service, we'd love to pray for you. It may be actually that you're hearing that and it's actually somebody you want to share that with. And we want to pray for you in your support of them. And so we'd love to do that. Um, I'm going to pray for us now, all right? I'm going to pray for us now. I wonder what God, what blessing God is calling us to share. Don't keep it to yourselves. Let's pray. God of abundant blessing. We do not want to box up what you have given us and put it away. We want you to open up what you have given us and share it. Lord, increase our faith in the good news of your gospel so that we can't help but weave it into the conversations that we have with people in the week that you might weave it into our prayer lives, that they might be set on fire by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, would you move in amongst us, we pray. Not for our own sake or for our own glory, but to give glory back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.